This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by K12.com and our good friends over at Caroline's Coffee. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. (laughs) Well, that's a funny way to start the show, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, this is episode number 119 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. We're glad you're listening. This one is called... How to Be a Good Sister. And we wanted to encourage you to grab your daughters, who are sisters, I'm assuming, unless they're only daughters. And... uh, because we grabbed our three daughters to talk about this topic. Yeah, so you are going to hear a lot of Kendra and our girls because Fletch and the guys were out of town for this recording. Yep. We spent the day up in the Sierra Nevadas, and I had this friend of mine from high school, you know him, you know my high school buddy? Yes. Yeah. And I said, hey, we had a great time in the Sierras on Instagram, and he's like, it's called the Sierra. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know what? How long have you called it the Sierras? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I need a nerd like him to tell me what it's called. It's like the people, well, actually got into this discussion on uh, Facebook recently that it, San Francisco is never, never, never Frisco. Ever. 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 And it's not Cali. It's not Cali. I'm not to Cali to go to Frisco. I will choke the life out of you because <laughs> you are so clearly not, not from here. From the Bay Area yeah, or so, um So, yeah, we went to the Sierra Nevadas and uh, we did a little trout fishing. We pulled fresh, big rainbow trout out of the stream and we sizzled them up. On the fire, mm. uh, and then we slept in tents. Am I? Mm. You're shaking your head. Yeah. So this is like the Gaffigan thing. Nope. Like, <laughs> you, you, you yeah. If you've never heard Jim Gaffigan's whole spiel, on what do you camping. call that? Yeah. What, what his, is the comedians? They call that a his set. Set on, on camping. camping. Oh, yeah, go hysterical. go pull that up on YouTube. So yeah, I was there, and then you were down here uh, with um, the girls. Yeah, I was going to say you didn't have all the boys because I had the mighty one. Oh, had, Mighty Joe stayed I home had and camped a in our bedroom with Mighty Joe. And uh, let me tell you something about Mighty Joe. I have been keeping a log of Joe's behavior for his behaviorist. Yes, <laughs> and um, it's hard for me to read. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. I I don't know if you know this. You were gone on Friday. He ate an eraser. Oh, so awesome. that's cool. Yeah, and um, does that erase? Bad behavior. <laughs> I you know, wish it was something. That, oh, here is oh, the mighty speaking one. Speaking of, he showed up in the middle of recording. You want to say hi? Come say hi. Hi. All right. All right. There he is. All right. So we had to take a quick break because Mighty Joe did interrupt the recording. <laughs> so that's perfect. <laughs> Any other yeah. behavior you want to talk about? <laughs> well, no. Um, however, I this reminds me of my brand new favorite podcast. You always talk about your favorites. I have yes. A new, I have a new fave. Wow. It's called Avoid Being Hated. Oh. No, no kidding. Like, is that not great? So, but one of the reasons I love this podcast is it's because it's actually done by two friends of mine, two two blogging world friends of mine, um, Tony and Liz, and they uh, did a recent episode with Tabitha. You know all these girls, Fletch, yeah, sure. um, on what not to say to the mom of an autistic child oh. or a mom cool. of special needs. Um, and it just reminded me like, 
Yeah, it's it's a special needs world over yeah. here where we eat erasers and and, and if you're brand you know, new to our podcast, if this is the first thing you've ever heard from <laughs> us, um, our eighth child is a special needs, a uh, brain injured, traumatic brain injured uh, child. Yeah. After he was born, so uh, for if you don't know the Mighty Joe story, just pop on over to Homeschooling in Real Life. Dot com and search um, or homeschoolingirl.com and you can search Mighty Joe you'll hear a lot about him so yep he yeah. um he also has been just blowing his nose you know when, no Kleenex <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's fun yeah. so yeah that's the world of Mighty Joe so anyhow I was gone so we're gonna get to this podcast how to be a good sister yeah and you know tongues firmly in cheek because we don't have this sewn up and we talk about that too um but this was a good conversation with the girls it got them kind of thinking also about some things in their own relationships and that's kind of that was our hope as we did this was like you know grab your daughters and let's have some of these dialogues i think sometimes we can iron over some hurts and some you know some things that maybe aren't so great in relationships if we just talk about them awesome and you know we cannot do this podcast without our great sponsors over at k12.com let's listen to them we'll get started believes every child is uniquely brilliant. So to prepare them for college and success beyond high school, they deserve an education designed for them. Learn more at k12.com slash listen for more information about enrolling. You know, a child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious. We got one of those. Others are inventive. We've got one of those. And others are analytical. We even have one of those. You know, with eight kids, we have one of everything, probably. So here's the part I love. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free, online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12-powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed. Are you interested in becoming part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education? K-12 welcomes students for grades K through 12. Visit k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529. All right, so in the studio today, I have three daughters. You girls want to introduce yourselves? Abby, go first. You're oldest. Hi, I'm Abby. Abby, you are 17. <laughs> yes. Yes, good. <laughs> Caroline, you are? Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm 15. Okay, and? Hi, I'm Ansley, and I'm 12. Okay, so these three girls are close in age, and they hang out together because you share a room, so you're sort of forced to. Uh, so we're going to talk about what it takes to be a good sister. Do you, Are you guys all good sisters? Definitely great sisters. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Are you telling the truth? About 90% Okay, yeah. You do have a good relationship. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because I think what we could do is um, tell our listeners that they could pull their daughters in to listen to this episode. And um, you know what? We're not perfect, right? We're not 
No, we're not getting it all sewn up. But what do you girls think is the hardest thing about having sisters so close in age to you? I would say one thing is that um, it's kind of awkward because if you have sisters who are like really far apart, maybe like six or ten years apart, you can be close because you're you're not doing a lot together. But Mm -hmm. if you're like twins or something, you're doing like everything and it can be easier to get along. But we're kind of in an awkward stage where like we can get along with some things, but at the same time, like you can there can be jealousy and stuff like that and a lot of more bickering at like our closeness yeah and i feel like sometimes it can get hard because um older people will be able to get to do things but younger people won't but also older siblings will get to do things and younger siblings will think that they can and then you know yeah it's hard to deal with that too sometimes it's hard because there's some things that they'll have like they'll have all the cute clothes and the phones and the cameras and then I'll I'll be over here with the school and the computer and sharing things yeah okay so you're in a tough you're in a tough spot Ansley yeah because you're 12 and you've got sisters who are driving and and doing things that are ahead of you and that's hard Okay, and so then we had a little bit of emotion there, and that's tricky to be the youngest one. What is the best thing about having sisters so close? Again, like I said, we're very close in age, so so we do a lot together. So me and Caroline go to school together, and so that's a lot of like bonding in the car to Broadway and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, well, not always, but anyways, and youth group, so I feel like there's a lot of... Um, events and stuff that we get to do together and that's fun because then we come home and crash in our bedroom that we share and and just like talk about every everything together stuff like that so let's give a little bit of advice if you guys think you can dish it out what do you think all right so what is the best way to be an encouragement for a sister who's struggling actually i remember I don't know, not so much now, but kind of back freshman year and Caroline, when I was a freshman and Caroline was in seventh grade or something, and we were not very super nice to each other. (laughs) I remember like being really frustrated with her, but I was really bad at, well, really bad at like dealing with it. And it was really nice because she would like, I remember like getting letters randomly on my bed or something. (laughs) (laughs) saying about how she was sorry and like it's kind of dorky but at the same time I was like okay cool she can say sorry to me over a letter and so that was kind of encouraging so Abby you wrote a letter one time that said you were this close to what was it I was sick and I I wrote I did a like inch of like a space that was supposed to be about how close I was to fainting Yeah, so letters are, are great. Letter writing skills. I would say I would encourage sisters to do those. <laughs> those funny notes. Not so much too. letters, but like always apologizing or like. And if not, because sometimes Abby and I don't communicate well, so just take time to yourself to just be by yourself and not have to. Like you don't always have, but you don't always have to be with a sibling all the time, constantly. Like go to yourself, or if you're in a youth group, tell your youth leader. Or ask people to pray for you or whatever. Because that's always going to like to have other, some other people that aren't your siblings. It's really helpful. Yeah. Sometimes I think siblings are just in each other's business, right? Like yeah. you're, you're in each other's back pockets or all the time. Or siblings are constantly talking to you and constantly giving you advice or constantly telling you something. 
So talk to someone that's not your sibling looking at Abby. No. <laughs> that's good. All right. How about this one? A little harder question. Do you ever call your sister out on her sin? <laughs> Everyone just pointed the mic at me. Uh, yes. I feel like they need to know these things. Honestly, actually, not as like a funny thing. I'm serious. I feel like there are times when they need to know when they're being mean. (laughs) It's not just sin. Abby like calls us out on everything, which is fine. It's good. But yeah, sometimes I wish you'd wait. Sometimes it's heck embarrassing, but other times it's good. Uh, so where's the line i mean this is a really like a serious question where's the line between feeling like your sister is telling you something you need to hear and like she's just being a bossy mom you know or being grumpy uh i think the line is how you say it and how what your intentions are because if you're saying oh you're being like so mean right now and being just bash like bashing at them and stuff that's different because they'll be like oh she's just being bossy but if you're like hey like i notice you're struggling through this and i don't like i don't want you to be like this towards your friends or towards me anymore and like let me help you through it or pray for you that's a lot different and that they can although they might be better about it later on they would be like oh like i've realized now she's trying to help and not be rude Yeah. And there's something to be said, I think, for um, what dad and I would call like filling your cup, you know, like putting in a lot of positive or, you know, spending time with enjoying bringing you a candy bar, you know, whatever those things are you guys do for each other. Because the more there's in the cup, then when you do have to call somebody out or you do have to say, hey, you know what, you're being kind of a jerk or whatever it you have all this good stuff already in the cup. I know that definitely a lot of times I've snapped at them for yelling at me and I've been like you can't do this because I'm doing the right thing and you're doing the wrong thing and then it just ends up me being sinful and them being sinful and I just so you're raised in a house full of sinners essentially yeah 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 Yeah, it definitely depends well I don't know depends but it's just on the way you react to because when when you go to approach someone and then they react different like not how you want them then you can react towards that and so it just yeah yeah absolutely so the very last question tonight is how do you girls specifically how do you see yourselves pointing each other to jesus or the gospel is there some is there something you say to each other or is there some some way you've been able to sort of practice that in your lives as teenagers yeah i think it's in just like reminders when something comes up and you're you just go to remind them about different things or encouragement I, I guess yeah like after youth group or whatever and we talk about that stuff I think that's just how we've done it I feel like uh, I want to do this and I think about it a lot like oh I want to like ask them how they are like about their so their um in spiritual life but I'm really bad at being blunt about it so I I kind of but beat around the bush and be like, so how is your discussion group tonight? Or, or I say, Oh, how is that boy right now? And it's like, they think I'm nagging at them, but really I'm like trying to start a like serious conversation with them. But then usually they just get mad and go away. <laughs> but I mean, I think, I guess that's something that we could work on, but I feel like 
being involved in their life. You don't necessarily have to be like, how's your life with Jesus? Like, how, how are you doing with this thing with Jesus? Because I don't <laughs> feel like that's a little like judgmental and stuff. But maybe I should be more specific. But I would definitely would say like being involved in their lives and being like, oh, maybe struggling with this friend or struggling with this boy is um, like a deeper issue. And how can we work through that? And how can I pray for you through that? Hey, girls, thank you for doing this. This was fun. Did you have fun? That was super fun. We're just a couple of sisters out here having fun. All right, we're back. And uh, you know what? That was a great interview uh, of you and the girls. And it took some interesting editing in there because we had a couple little emotional spots. Mm-hmm. And it might have mm-hmm. even sounded like it ended a little bluntly. But um, they were uh, this first time having the girls on microphone. That was awesome. Yeah. And I would say the thing maybe we learned from that conversation is that because we had that conversation, something came out that was that one of the girls was struggling with and they decided to go have that conversation. Yeah. Um, So again, that was sort of a goal when I thought of this episode that if you listen to this with your daughters, there might be some good conversations to come out of it. Yeah. And it's funny because as I was editing it, uh, at the end, I, the mic kept going because you guys didn't know how to turn off the recorder. So I was listening, you know, to post <laughs> yeah. interview conversation, and one of our daughters said, "We need to have a sisters podcast." I'm like, "No, we don't. This is, <laughs> this, is this is way hard to rope you in." But she said, "Because apparently things come out when you talk about it on the podcast." Uh, that was good. But hey, you're a good mom. You're a good mm-hmm. mom to those girls. Thank and you. you know, I always thought I was a dad, a boy dad. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when Abigail showed up, I suddenly became a girl dad. Uh, yeah. Such a sweetheart and then Caroline and well it's a testament I mean we I think as Christians we can say this and sort of feel like we're being spiritual but I will tell you absolutely it's a testimony to God's goodness and grace because I wasn't raised with girls yeah um, and so uh, some of the things that they experience as sisters and sharing a room and all that I never had to do yeah and it's three girls in a room right boy and they're just oh I know I've been yeah. told yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh, one thing that makes uh, being a mom of girls easier yeah is Caroline's coffee. Did you notice that transition? Truth. You know, if you need something to help you, I would recommend a hot cup of Caroline's coffee or tea, and you can head on over. You know what I have in my hand right here? You have. Ooh, it smells good. It's a bag of Kenyan coffee, Mm. and uh, it's fresh. You can smell it from there because it was roasted this week by Trace Fike. He's the owner of Caroline's Coffee, and if you want some of this Kenyan coffee, or if you want any of their coffee, head on over to carolinescoffee.com. Use our code HIRL. That tells them that we sent you there. And you know what? As as our supporters of this podcast, being great listeners, um, we need good sponsors. And good sponsors like to use us when our listeners head on over. So don't forget, carolinescoffee.com. You can head there right now. And you can go order some coffee or tea or whatever it is you want. And you can use our code. And it's H. I-R-L. Now, we have some great shows coming up for you. We were just looking at the Great Whiteboard, and uh, as I look here, I see homeschoolers and adoption. Kendra, I see grandparents who homeschool. Mm. I see black home educators. I see some really good shows. What about the kid that doesn't want to go to college? What about when dad is deployed? You know, our listeners have sent in some great ideas. And if you want to send in great ideas, or if you want to leave a review for us on iTunes, or if you want to reach out to one of our sponsors or find us on Patreon, you know what? Let's make it easy for them. Where should they go? Homeschoolingirl.com. That's one stop. You can become a subscriber where you can get some of the behind the scenes content. 
And let me tell you, folks, I was listening to it the other day. There's some funny stuff on here. We have outtakes. We have extended bonus interviews. Um, We would like it if you would become part of our tribe. So head on over to homeschoolingirl.com. In the meantime, we want to tell you how much we love you. You are a great audience, and we will talk to you next week. Kendra, say goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. dot